0: The Land Bulletin Podcast is sponsored by Murr Ranch Group, serving buyers and sellers of legacy ranches and sporting properties with conservation values since 2005. Welcome to the Land Bulletin Podcast, where we discuss a wide range of topics impacting landowners, ranchers, and future land buyers. I'm your host, Haley Murr. Today, we are talking about one of our latest collaborations with leading exploratory hospitality group Explora and the Conservation Reserve at Torres del Paine. On the program, we have Explora's VP of Marketing, Francisco Escobar, to discuss the company, the Patagonia region, and its debut conservation reserve. Let's see what we discovered. Hey out there, welcome back to our Land Bulletin series. I'm Haley Murr and I am the Director of Strategic Partnerships and Development here at Murr Ranch Group. Every other week, for those of you who are first joining, this is the Land Bulletin where we discuss the ranch and sporting property market, buying and selling advice, the latest best stewardship practices, as well as topics currently impacting landowners. Today, uh, we are actually going to be talking about one of our latest projects and one that I've been working with closely for the past couple years. Uh, We're going to be talking about the conservation reserves at Torres del Paine, a project that has been taking maybe nearly three years to complete and one we're really excited um, to to partner with and uh, represent the debut reserve project for a company called Explora. Helping me out today is the VP of Marketing Analytics at Explora and our partner throughout this process, Francisco Escobar. Welcome, Francisco.
1: Hi Haley, how's everything?
0: Good. Thanks for joining us today. I'm happy to have you on the Land Bulletin.
1: Thank you. And, Thank you.
0: And I guess before we get started in the project and who Explora is, I'd love just the uh, the viewers here to know a little bit about you and kind of your background and how you came to Explora.
1: Yeah, sure. So I've been with the Explora group for um, roughly seven or eight years. I started on more um, financing finance role, internal consulting in. Different places. On 2018, I realized I wanted to get a little more closer to uh, the customer, so I, I, I actually went to do uh, an MBA uh, at Kellogg, um, where I, I really learned a lot about uh, all sales and marketing, and really learned a lot about customer uh, themselves, a lot about analytics. And then when I got back in 2020. Um, I was um, offered this role of um, of leading the the commercialization, the sales and marketing of uh, conservation reserves at at Explora, which I've been um, since then. So the, since uh, July 2020. Yeah.
0: And those of you who are listening, Francisco has been our best friend throughout this entire process, and mm-hmm. knows everything there is to know. And we're so excited to get this off the ground and finally be able to get down there one of these days. Because when we started kind of talking, it was right when COVID was really, really bad. So we haven't had the chance to actually right. come down to the reserve. So hoping this year is our chance <laughs> to get down yeah. there. Uh, They've but, been invited.
1: I've been invited yeah. you maybe. But, uh,
0: <laughs> You're like, let's make it clear.
1: Pandemic didn't allow us at the beginning and now.
0: Yeah. yeah. Um, well, we're very excited. and I'm, I'm excited to talk about the reserve, but before we get into it, some of the listeners who listen to the Land Bulletin probably don't know who Explorer is. So I'd love to kind of go into the background of who Explorer is and kind of where um, they came and why they are where they are today.
1: Yeah, actually, this year we're turning uh, 30 years since uh, the opening of our first lodge. We are a traveler and exp- exp- explorations company. We have been awarded, actually, the uh, world's leading expedition company for um, two or three years already. And uh, we own and operate lodges in South America. So we have uh, three lodges in Patagonia. We have one in San Pedro Atacama, one in Easter Island, uh, one in Machu, Machu Picchu, and, and a new travesía, we, which we call, which are no, uh, nomadic journeys in the Uyuni Salt Flat, which is in uh, one of the most incredible places on Earth. It's in Bolivia. And uh we actually started 30 years ago in Patagonia in uh, Torres del Paine which is exactly the place that we are going to be talking about uh, today. Explora started uh, 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 it was started by uh, Pedro Ibáñez when he went he went there, he went to Torres del Paine, he realized that there was this one of the most amazing places, incredible places on earth and he really wanted uh, to show it to the world uh, in a in a different way where exploring the place and connecting with nature uh became uh, uh, central of of the travelers and to everybody that could go a lot more important than just visiting and and taking photos and just on, like having a superficial tourism it was more on the uh, on the on the deep exploration just connecting with nature connecting with everything that you're seeing and understanding what you're seeing and and, and that's how it started actually just uh, exactly 30 years ago
0: But it's kind of then it's like your maiden voyage to Torres del Paine. The reason this kind of um, was inspired in the beginning is it's fitting that that's now where the first conservation reserve is. Um, And and again, for those listening, while we might might speak plainly because we know how amazing Torres del Paine is, for those of uh, our listeners who are listening who don't, do you mind telling us a little bit about you know where Patagonia is, why it's such an important area, and you know then Torres del Paine, kind of where that is located.
1: Uh, Patagonia is actually quite a big place. It's uh, it's shared uh, between Chile and Argentina. The it it, it has an infinite uh, ecosystems and uh, different places, views, absolutely everything possibly that you can find. the 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 most common Patagonia that people think about when when you think about the, about Patagonia, is these huge uh, cliffs, granite cliffs. Uh, with uh, some glaciers in between with, uh, 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 how do you call it, uh, emerald lagoons. Uh, mm-hmm. Emerald is the correct uh, color. Yeah, no,
0: that was perfect. <laughs> <Okay>.
1: <laughs> and that's that's the Patagonia where uh, Torres del Pine is situated. Also El Chalten, where, where we have the other lodge uh, located in Argentina, where there is a Cerro Torre, which is one of the most famous mountains in, in, in the world, Uh, Fitzroy Massif also is in El Chaltén, in Torres del Paine. You have the Cuernos, which is one of the most photogenic uh, places on Earth. Um, And you have infinite explorations, excursions, and and hikes, treks uh, available uh, in Torres del Paine. So, in my opinion, this is biased, but it is uh, definitely uh, the top one or two places in the world to visit if you have not visited before.
0: I mean, so it's perfect. I mean, when we think about what it sets Explorer apart, it's definitely kind of the location starts at all because it is this place where, you know, you have this incredible hospitality and amenities that you all provide, but it's in these areas that are very hard to get to normally. But then once you're there, the flora and fauna is something you'll never see anywhere else.
1: Yeah, that's exactly true. And, 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 uh, and the hospitality is key to us. Of course, we offer uh, very high-end meals gastronomy. And, and services in general. But our lodges always are kind of, we call it, we we like to refer as kind of a base camp, mm-hmm. where you go just to rest from all the explorations that you're doing during the day. So uh, it's, of course, it's, it's it's an incredible base camp to go to, but we do not want our travelers to stay at the, uh, at the base camp. We want them to be exploring. So actually, uh, explore offers uh, all-inclusive all services where uh, we have all the guides, um, the vans, the horses, bikes, whatever you need to uh, to explore. It's, it's all included. We just make sure that you have the most incredible experience and connect again with with nature, with the destination as much as possible. And actually, in the last few years, we've we've gone even further. Uh, when you when you explore a place, when you really get to know it, you end up falling in love with the place and you want to conserve it. And uh, it's something that we're really pushing these last um, maybe uh, two or three years. Um, It's all our travelers to get to know the place more and better. And uh, because eventually they will want to conserve it. And
0: And I guess that's a great segue. Thank you. You're doing my job for me, (laughs) but you know, what stemmed, what created kind of this need to create a conservation reserve? You guys have kind of pioneered and, and, exemplified the hospitality exploration so what kind of stemmed this project of okay we have these people we want to keep them connected to the land as much as possible so kind of where did that idea start with this new conservation reserve project
1: yeah it's it's actually in in, in parallel to the the what we're offering and pushing the, the our travelers to uh, to eventually conserve this actually came from from max ivanes who's uh, Pedro Ibanez, uh son, who's uh, the chairman of of Xperia today, and um, he he on fo- following the infinite games from um, Simon Sinek, uh, if I'm not mistaken, is that uh, he wants uh, business to stay forever. He he's not competing against um competing against competition, he's competing against time. So he wants our uh, uh, largest the company to stay forever. And the only way to do that for a company like ours, which is in remote places, remote and fragile places, remote, fragile and iconic places, I mean, <laughs> that, is, uh is to conserve them. Because eventually in 100 years, if we do not do anything active to conserve it, we might not have it. And And as a family-owned business, uh, from the Ivanius family, he, they really want to make sure that happens. So that's that's where the the project itself started appearing. It's like we need to do something in the places that we're at. So in a hundred years, it will be there. Mm-hmm. And uh, then the conservation reserves appeared, and uh, and the first one appeared in Torres del Paine, kind of naturally because it was the first place that we were at, and we have a a, a big presence there. Lodge is is it probably has. Um, one of the best, if not the best, view of the Torres del Paine, of the Cuernos del Paine, actually, uh, in the whole park. It's in the center of the park. It, it was kind of an ob- obvious decision to start in Torres del Paine. And mm-hmm. that's what we're developing and that's what we're talking about now. Well,
0: yeah. and it makes sense to, to have a background and a presence in an area for so long. You kind of start to understand, you know, not only what's important with the foreign flora and fauna and you know i know the grasslands are a big issue down kind of in forest alpine area but even the culture and the people that live there it seems like you guys have a really good stakehold and and pulse on the heartbeat down in that neck of the woods as well
1: yeah so there's a little of everything as, as you're mentioning so there's the gaucho uh culture which is the um, uh the, the the cowboys in a way uh Of here of of Patagonia they're very iconic like they 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 dress in a way they always have their mates and they uh they 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 manage the the cattle basically uh but it's a culture that we uh, not only us I mean most people want to want to uh, want to keep again people don't do anything about that culture eventually will go away of course not only that the flora and fauna is uh, is is in constant danger? Whether it's pumas, or guanacos or whatever you come to think about, if people are just not um, taking care of them, if eventually, like in many places in the world, it's happening. They're just fragile ecosystems that eventually could uh, vanish. Uh, one of the bi- bigger, maybe one of the main reasons that uh, Torres del Paine made a lot of sense as well, was because of the fi- of the wildfires. There have been huge, huge wildfires in Torres del Paine. Last one in uh, 2011, if I'm not mistaken, and because the uh, the 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 funds of national parks in not only Chile, most parts of the world world are not enough, uh, there is not enough protection just to prevent wildfires, and mm-hmm. uh, and, and that definitely made the idea. Uh, developed that we really needed to do something just to protect the ecosystem in general so it's it's the culture with the gauchos right it's a and fauna in general and uh, the wildfires prevention that kind of on those three lines it's where we really started trying to do something about
0: it Mm -hmm. and it's it's i've read in some of you know your your website and all these kind of different things you have all provided um in the u.s we have a lot of good systems to conserve private landscapes. So big ranchers decide they want to uh, protect their private piece of land. They have the funds to do so. Or you know, we have GoCo Colorado, these types of things. But in some of these remote places of the world that are really important, you might be able to protect pieces of land. But sometimes you don't monetarily have the funds to manage and conserve these places. So it's it's good that you guys are creating this pilot program. That you know, not only Explorer can use, but a lot of other organizations could potentially learn from, which is exciting. Uh,
1: first, it, it's more than a pilot. Now, now it's uh, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's happening. <laughs> it, yeah, it, it's already happening. It's it, it's on. We're already open, actually. But uh, apart from that, yes, it's uh, so it's it's actually a global uh, prob- problem that even uh, TNC. So uh, we we'll probably talk about a little about the nature conservancy as well, but. When we started mentioning, uh, talking to them about the the conservation reserve uh, project, they were like, "We have a huge problem where we can buy these lands in the U.S. or everywhere. Basically, Uh, we have donations. There is philanthropy for this, but there is not enough funds to operate it. It's it's to operate or to conserve it. So, coming with a model that has the funds to operate it to conserve it, while there is lands that wants to be protected made, made so much sense uh, to to both of us mm-hmm. that was um, that's that, that's kind of how it uh, how it, it it started it was with that huge problem so I, I just wanted to mention it's it's not out I mean it happens in the US as well it's not yeah. it's not only outside the US it's not only in fragile places you you tend to think more it's of course in um, developing countries. But it, it actually happens everywhere in the world. There's just huge pieces of land that nobody has funds to um, protect.
0: And so I guess that brings up a great kind of next point. You had this idea, you guys knew where to do it. You knew what needed to be protected. So then you started to choose these incredible partners like TNC. Where did that kind of relationship start? And um, you know, how did they become a part of the conversation when you were creating this, this new program?
1: Yeah, so at, at the beginning, it, it kind of made sense to them uh, pretty quickly because because they had this issue and right? it was like you know we can definitely help uh, with 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 lands or what we know of what I mean TNC knows about conservation about conservation planning about conservation um, the execution, so it just it made sense pretty quickly to them. Uh, I think since the beginning that we uh, we started the conversations, they have not stop basically yeah. <laughs> it, 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 and and more than that we've been talking with a, a lot more places that they own that lands and that and the model makes sense to them so yeah um... Yeah, so we already uh, uh, from six months ago, roughly, we started the conservation plan itself. We started the workshops in in Torres del Paine and everything, and it's been it's been a real pleasure working with them. Mm-hmm. We, we we're learning so much because we are an explorations and and, and and travel company. We're not a conservation company, so mm-hmm. uh, we've just we we've learned so 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 much uh, from them. Uh, we're definitely going to be um, very transform, in a way, um, after all these workshops and everything we're, we're doing with them.
0: Yeah. And it's, I mean, from our perspective, so Merv Ranch Group has had a lot of success selling properties in Patagonia. We've worked with a couple of projects in the past that, you know, didn't have this amount of planning and backing and companies like Explora and T- TNC behind them to really organize it and get it off the ground. And with the combination of your two forces, that's one of the reasons we're so excited to be a part of this is we know it's going to succeed. It's these these powerhouses in their industry that are coming together to do something good. And I think that's why it's going to to really be a hit. And we've already had a lot of interest. So, so of those of you who are listening, if you have interest, please reach out because um, we're, we're learning a lot, too, as we go through this process with you and TNC. It's going to be really incredible. I'm Haley Murr. I made the episode today with the help of our head of marketing, Mallory Boyce. Big shout out to Francisco Escobar. Stay tuned for next week as we continue the conversation with Francisco about the reserve itself. For more information on the ranch real estate market or for a pre-valuation of your property, please be sure to check out our website, murrranchgroup.com, and subscribe to our newsletter. Thanks for listening to the Land Bulletin Podcast. See you next time.